Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, January 23rd. Jury selection is set to begin today in Colleton County in the Alec Murdoch trial. He is the former Lowcountry attorney charged in the shooting deaths of his wife, Maggie, and their youngest son, Paul. Live 5 News will have live coverage throughout the day on Live5News.com, the Live 5 News app, and our streaming app, Live 5 Plus. Now let's get a look at your forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvide. Drying out this morning in the wake of a very wet day yesterday. We'll start out with temperatures in the 40s. Mostly sunny sky clouds getting out of here, but it will be a breezy day throughout. High temperatures close to 60 this afternoon with the clear sky drier air moving in. It's going to drop off pretty quickly tonight. We'll be at about 34 tomorrow morning. 58 tomorrow afternoon, mostly sunny. We warm up for one day, but it also turns wet on Wednesday. Behind that, cooling back down for Thursday and Friday. Highs in the mid-50s with morning lows down in the 30s, maybe upper 20s by early in the weekend. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. In just a few hours, potential Colleton County jurors, they're going to be heading to the courthouse for the first time for Alec Murdoch's murder trial. The disbarred attorney is accused of killing his wife and son the summer of 2021. Yeah, Live 5's Katie Kamen. She joins us this morning from outside the Colleton County Courthouse in Walterboro, where the trial will be taking place. Good morning, Katie. What are we expecting today, the first day of the proceedings? Good morning, Nick and Aisha. Well, jury selection will begin this morning and both the state and the defense will be sifting through dozens of men and women, asking them questions about their relationship with the Murdoch family, whether they can remain impartial throughout the entire trial. Now, some of the local attorneys we talked with say they expect jury selection to take days, potentially even a week or more. Now, of course, Alec Murdoch is accused of shooting his wife, 52-year-old Maggie Murdoch, with a rifle and their youngest son, 22-year-old Paul Murdoch, with a shotgun back on the night of June 7, 2021. Defense attorneys argue Murdoch was visiting his mother at the time of the murders. As for the motive, the AG's office argues Murdoch's financial crimes, fraud, forgery, and money laundering, and the millions of dollars he stole from friends, family, clients, and his former law firm, the mounting pressure from those crimes and the fact they were all about to be exposed led to the murder. Prosecutors say murdering his wife and son was a way to distract from it all. The defense calls this all illogical and implausible and has filed to have the court exclude this evidence in the murder trial. The judge has yet to rule on that. One of the attorneys representing victims of Murdoch's alleged financial crimes shared his thoughts with us about the trial. I think they've been delivered. Obviously, they waited a year to bring these charges. But it, it is a rocket docket going from July to a trial in January of this magnitude. So I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but do not underestimate Dick Harpootlin and Jim Griffin. We also expect there to be some pre-trial motions heard by the judge before the actual trial starts and those opening statements begin the state is not seeking the death penalty in the case. Live in Colleton County, Katie Kamen, Live 5 News.
In less than 24 hours before the trial, Murdoch's legal team says they will be staying quiet about it. They have released a last statement saying, quote, we are fully prepared to challenge the state's allegations and to demonstrate the weaknesses in the state's case before a Colleton County jury, end quote. They went on to say that Alec looks forward to this opportunity to clear his name of these heinous charges so that the attorney general can finally begin looking for the actual killer or killers of Alec's beloved wife and son. Now be sure to tune in to Live 5 News for all the updates on the Murdoch trial uh, as they're happening. Now we will have full team coverage in studio and in Walterboro bringing you live updates. You can find us on air, online, and on streaming platforms including Roku, Fire TV, and Apple TV. The Dorchester County Coroner's Office has identified the man who was killed in Bridgeville last Thursday night. The coroner says 46-year-old D'Angelo Smith died at the scene. The Dorchester County Sheriff's Office has arrested Elop Jones and charged him with murder in relation to Smith's death. According to the arrest warrant, Jones is accused of holding Smith's head in mud and water, leading to his death. Deputies continue to investigate. Well, it's been seven years since the Charleston County Sheriff's Office found 35-year-old Jason Arian shot to death on Johns Island. Deputies say during a welfare check, they discovered the front door unlocked and entered the home, and that's when they say they found Arian, who had been shot to death. Detectives have not identified any suspects since then. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Charleston County Sheriff's Office. Firefighters are working to determine what caused a house fire in North Charleston area just outside the city limits. Crews were called to a home on Shagbark uh, Trail off of Dorchester Road Saturday evening. The Red Cross has been called to help the seven people displaced by the fire. Details right now are limited. The Charleston County School District and the Charleston River Dogs, they start their second grade reading initiative this week. Yeah, this year, uh, the year's kickoff event for reading around the bases, it'll start at uh, Sullivan's Island Elementary School tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. Molly McBride joins us live to tell us more about this reading initiative and uh, around the bases, what it's all about. Yeah, good morning. For their seven seventh year, 16 schools in the Charleston County School District will be encouraging students to develop their literacy school, their literacy skills while reading. And starting tomorrow, second graders will begin this 10 week baseball themed initiative. Here's how it works. Every participating student will receive a reading challenge packet with a scorecard, tracking sheet and personal baseball card. To move around the bases on a scorecard, a student must read a certain amount of pages. 100 pages for a single, 200 pages for a double, 300 for a triple, and 500 pages for a home run. Special guests from the River Dogs will visit schools in the school district over the course of the next few months to encourage and engage students as volunteer readers. River Dogs general manager says that working with CCSD is a win-win collaboration. They get a break from school when we're showing up, so they're high-fiving us when we walk through the door, and then we, we sit down, explain to them what we're doing, get them excited about the book we're going to read. You see the smiles on the faces, the questions, and certainly when Charlie's walking through, everybody's looking for hugs and pictures, so it, it's a great time. The top 25 second graders at each participating school will be honored at a River Dogs game this upcoming season. Reporting live in Charleston, I'm Molly McBride, Live 5 News. 
All right, thank you, Molly. Well, starting today, the newly renovated Folly Beach Pier will be closing back down for more construction. This time, it'll be for renovations to the parking lot. The pier will be closed for two weeks. It reopened only a few weeks ago after two years of construction. The new pier is over 1,000 feet long and 25 feet wide. Charleston County Parks officials say the pier will have a longer lifespan at over 65 years compared to most wooden piers. It'll be reopened uh, to the public on February 3rd. Well, South Carolina state senators will be back at the state house tomorrow, and they're expected to continue their debate on the school voucher bill. Now, last year, similar legislation passed both the House and the Senate, but in different forms. This caused that bill to fall short of becoming law over disagreements about student testing. If it is passed as written, the bill would give certain families $6,000 to send their kids to private school. Wednesday, Governor Henry McMaster is set to deliver his 2023 State of the State Address. He will deliver that speech at 7 p.m. from the House Chamber and the State House. You can watch this event on SCE TV. California authorities searched a white van that is believed to be connected to a mass shooting at a dance studio in Monterey Park, California, that killed at least 10 people and injured 10 others. The massacre happened Saturday night near a Lunar New Year celebration in a prominently Asian-American community. Shelley Molishi has the latest on the investigation. The suspect in a deadly mass shooting in Monterey Park, California, is now dead. SWAT team approached and cleared the van and determined the suspect sustained a self-inflicted gunshot wound and was pronounced dead at the scene. Police say the 72-year-old man is responsible for the deadly shooting inside a dance studio Saturday night around 10.20 p.m. At least 10 people are dead and seven others remain hospitalized from the attack. According to the sheriff, five men and five women were found dead at the scene. Motive for the shooting is still unclear as the investigation continues. This tragedy comes as the city's large Asian American community celebrates Lunar New Year. We don't know if this is specifically a hate crime defined by law, but who walks into a dance hall and guns down 20 people? President Biden says he's closely monitoring the situation and directed the FBI to provide full support to local authorities in the investigation. I want the community to be rest assured that our police department will continue every day to protect the safety of everyone who lives in Monterey Park. California Governor Gavin Newsom tweeting that Monterey Park should have had a night of joyful celebration of the Lunar New Year. Instead, they were the victims of a horrific and heartless act of gun violence. Monterey Park is resilient. And what I know about the people here is that we will get through this together. I'm Shelley Malashi reporting. Police in Baton Rouge, Louisiana are searching for at least one suspect uh, involved in a nightclub shooting that left a dozen people hurt. CNN reports police are categorizing the shooting as a, quote, targeted attack. Around 1.30 a.m., witnesses at Dior Bar and Lounge said a fight broke out between two groups when multiple people pulled out guns and started shooting. Police say of the 12 people shot, three sustained life-threatening injuries. A motive for the shooting is still unknown. 
School leaders in Virginia will begin transitioning students back to class at an elementary school where a first grade teacher was shot. Rich Nick Elementary in Newport News has since been closed since that January 6th shooting. Police say a six-year-old boy allegedly shot and wounded his teacher that day. The school will reopen Wednesday for a couple of hours to give students and parents a chance to ease back into a routine. But it's not just parents who are sharing their concerns about school safety. I am mad. Mad that we can't go to the new, I mean, park. Mad we can't go shopping. Mad that we can't go to the movement park. Mad that we can't go to school. Mad because this is the third school shooting. Mad because my mom complained about the buzzer being broke at my school and nobody did about, did anything about it until now. Counselors will be on hand to help students and teachers still processing what happened. Meantime, the injured teacher, Abby Warner, is out of the hospital and recovering from her wounds. Calling all boat lovers, the 43rd annual Charleston Boat Show is returning to the Charleston Area Convention Center this weekend with more than 100 exhibitors on site. Outdoor enthusiasts just like Joey can enjoy a one-stop shop for all types of boating and water recreation. The Charleston Boat Show opens this Friday, January 27th from noon till 6 and Saturday from 10 to 6. Joey, are you writing that down? It Okay. And it ends on Sunday from 11 till 5. Now, the schedule also includes fishing and boating safety seminars for all ages as well as live entertainment. Apparently, you'll be able to find Joey there. <laughs> Well, if you'd like to see the pro some pro, pro bull riding in action, you're That's in luck. Me. For the fifth time, PBR's Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tour will buck into the North Charleston Coliseum on February 3rd and 4th. For two nights only, some of the best bull riders in the world will be in North Charleston for the ultimate showdown of man versus beast. You can get your tickets now, or you can enter for your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the 8 p.m. show on Friday, February 3rd. You can find that contest on LowCountryWeekend.com. You have until 4 p.m. tomorrow to enter. On this date in 1962, Jackie Robinson was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. It was his first year of eligibility for the honor. And on this date in 1973, President Richard Nixon announced an accord had been reached to end the Vietnam War. It would be formally signed four days later in Paris. Celebrating birthdays today, TV's original MacGyver, actor Richard Dean Anderson, is 73. Singer Anita Baker is 65. Actress Mariska Hargitay of Law & Order SVU is 59. And CBS Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell is 49. Be sure to stay with Live 5 News on air and online for updates on jury selection in the Alec Murdoch trial in Walterboro. And thank you again for joining us for Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all, produced every weekday morning. You can listen and subscribe at live5news.com podcast. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.